0: Welcome to Courageous Conversations, with your host, Richard Dolan, a world-renowned speaker, mentor, and coach to many celebrity icons and global thought leaders. Listen as they share their stories and insights about what it takes to lead a courageous life, from overcoming adversity to living with purpose and meaning. Each guest brings a unique perspective that will leave you feeling empowered and motivated to make positive changes in your own life starting today.
1: Since we last saw each other, I've been doing calf raises daily because for those who don't know, John, just one of the things you should know, this guy's got the world's largest badass calves.
2: Go, bro. Okay. Here's what's funny is... uh clearly like all of you uh the top does not match the bottom I I ain't wearing pants I'll tell you that of course you're not you're wearing shorts I know you go, look at those calves oh, I only have shoes on for you Richie Holy oh hell, girl, you dressed think... come for me oh, I did I did yeah I can't even get, I can't even get him up there anymore I'm, look I'm 40 now I have flexibility ain't going to use Oh, man first of all we have we have, we have to fill the production up we have to
1: we'll have to take back the tape he can't get it up he, he got his leg up <laughs> just keep this real family rated come on now he's a pop yeah John, I mean, I can't wait to tell you the good news because I'm getting flagged by the people who are on this call and it didn't announce who they are, but I'm going to save that for a little bit later. But I'm going to head up to Michael Neal because I promise to get a couple of questions in here uh, yeah. from the world. I mean, John, you've got people from Canada, the U.S., uh, all across Europe. You've got Israel in the house. You've got people from Dubai, Abu Dhabi. Uh, Qatar in the house. So you got lots of people. Just check it in to see what John's up to. So Michael Neal, I'm heading over to you before uh, you scold your little one over there. Um But I'm coming up to you, buddy. Uh You've got John Dornbos here live. What's up, Michael Neal?
2: Hi, Richie. Yeah, John, Eagles fan here. Hey. Thank you for giving much to the city in the area. And my son's here. Hello. Jacob, big AGT fans. And my question relates to that ring that you have in your hands. Because you weren't a member of the team when they achieved it. You helped lead up to it. But what happened was someone did the right thing it, for you and for the community. Can you tell the you know rich community what that meant to you and how you take that act of good faith and goodwill forward and what others should do in terms of doing the right thing for their
1: in their life? for others, it might have a job. Good question, Mike, but you got to hold that ring back up because a lot of people just wrote and said, hey, we can catch it.
2: Uh-oh, I, I don't know if it's going to focus. I don't know if it's, if I go close, I don't think I have an, it's not an automatic focus there, but that's, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, um, you know, this this ring right here, man, so uh, it's 2007, not nah, 2006, 2007. I'm in training camp. Jeff Lurie, the owner of the Philadelphia Eagles, we're having a conversation. And it's basically like, look, I, hey, Jeff, if I don't get a Super Bowl ring as a player, I'm never going to get one because I let me say coaching does not sound fun to me. Right. As far as on a professional athletic level, I don't I, I don't really desire to be a football coach at this level because the time comes in. This is a lot of time, a lot of pressure. And uh, we both kind of chuckle. All right. So what happens? Uh, two things happen that year, Right. One, the Eagles are going to trade me. And so the team thought I'd kind of be upset. And I remember being shocked. But then I also remember going, wait a minute. Has there ever in the history of the NFL had a long snapper traded for like, usually we just get cut and they're like, yeah, I don't think so. I'm like, this is great news. I just made history. I'm the first long snapper to be traded for. So I was a, I was a free agent. I didn't get drafted. So I said, what are they trading for? And they said a draft pick, a draft pick. I wasn't, I didn't even get a draft pick when I I'm worth more 15 years later than I was when I first got in the league. Let's do this. But here's what it comes down to, right? Coming in terms of your reality. That that life happens, that we can either make excuses and we can be bitter and we can say, oh, my gosh, life's ganging up on me again. Oh, it's always me. Life's always. Up. Or we can say, you know what? This is happening to everybody. And the sooner I come to terms of my reality, the sooner I change the narrative, the sooner I find the positive. So I go on down to New Orleans, have the heart condition Eagles. Uh, uh, sure enough. OK, so uh, I have my heart condition, Jeff Flurry and the team calls to me and says, hey, man, we're going to go to the Super Bowl this year. I said, well, no no kidding, because you guys went to the Super Bowl in the early 2000s. Then you signed me. I played in every single game for over a decade. You trade me. Now you're going to go back to the Super Bowl. Thanks. And they said, we're going to give you a ring if we go. And I'm like, yeah, OK, whatever. So I was on 21 pills for that season. I didn't watch a game. First game I watched was the NFC Championship with the Eagles, and they win. And I look at my wife going, you got to be kidding me. Like, they're going to the Super Bowl the one year I don't play. Are you kidding me? So they call, and boom, here it is. Um, I'll never forget when I got this. They said, it's funny because you said you'd never get a ring unless you were a player. And uh, you didn't play, but you're going to get a player's ring and uh, you're going to choke me up because um, my goal is I wanted to be the oldest guy on the team because it meant I showed up every day on time, ready to work. And it made the man proud that hired me that he wouldn't want anybody else there except me. And uh, sometimes you go unnoticed. Sometimes your effort goes unnoticed. Sometimes your day-to-day actions you think go unnoticed. But the reality is that people are always watching. People are always taking notes and uh, he gave me that ring and he said, you were such a positive influence on this culture for so many years. And I want you to have this ring. And uh, when you look at it, think about how hard you worked, how much passion you had. And uh, think about every day you showed up on time, prepared and ready to work. You played 162 straight games through six hernias, 130 injections, uh, broken ankle, tore three ligaments, countless injuries. But you know what? I never wanted a, a teammate of mine to get fired because of me if they had to replace me. So, it uh, didn't matter what it was. I was going to play until until I physically couldn't. And so uh, when I look at this ring, it's he said, just every everything you go into life, remember how much you cared, and and may you always bring that. And so I'm I'm super proud of this. Not only that for business, it's great because I didn't play. I have a little different connection to it. So I let EPs and whatever. If you see a guy walking around town with this, if you're an Eagles fan and, and you're big time, I just let you wear it around because then you're you know you're talking about the boss. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's all good, man. But great question. This means a lot to me. And, uh, it's really cool. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you, Michael. And you know, of course, you know, when you think of the John Darnboss story, you, you don't, you don't think about all of the work that went into getting that ring because to, to that, you know, Michael's bang on to, to have gotten that call and then realize your vision of being the oldest guy in the team and to not have been forgotten, not to have been stepped over. Not to have, you know, fallen into the trap of the politics and the politicking and all of what goes on in the background of every professional sport, for that matter. And I mean, the NFL is uh, no different, man. John, that they they brought that to you because not only did you earn it and you deserved it, but it was all love. It's cool, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's cool. Super cool. I
2: look at that. I, I look at that with pride.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I'm heading up over here to you, Samantha Roberts, all the way up in New York, because I think I just skipped over you and I saw Michael there. So I'm asking you to unmute because you've got. John Dornbos here on the phone, here live in the Zoom room. Go ahead, Samantha.
3: Yeah, I just want to say thank you, John, for sharing so transparently your journey, your story, and your connection um, with the transformation that you've gone through. I don't know if it's just because I've been in an energetic state on Clubhouse, but hearing you share so vulnerably, I got so many energetic transfers from you, and I just really applaud that transparency. You and your story are going to change change the conversation. You are absolutely at the forefront of something incredible. The, the courageous uh, format with which you just shared, I'm blown away. I wasn't expecting um, anything out of today. I just didn't know what, to, what I would hear from you. And I'm just so blown away. And I want to honor you, John. I want to say thank you for um, just that level of transparency, the conviction with which you speak and the power with which you express yourself. I just, I honor you and, yeah, and thank
2: um- you for that. One, thank you uh, two uh, I think it's really cool because all you did today is show up. all you did today is put yourself in a position to maybe have something or, or someone make a change in your life that much, right? And I did that for so long and it was always other people doing it to me that that for to kind of flip the roles and for you to tell me that I made a difference in your life is is pretty cool. So uh, I'm honored and uh, hey, every one of us just keep showing up and uh, you know another reason I think I had success is just that, right? I realized that if I just stay on the path, watch how many people jump off, right? Because it's hard to be consistent. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're doing. Write the first letter of your name a hundred times and do it perfect every time. The simplest task is hard to do perfect every time. You know, one thing I loved about being a long snapper is just that I, I had one job. I was like a sniper in the game, right? You hit a target, you don't, you're fired. Okay, but you're in search of the perfect rep. Well, that's life. Stay on the path, show up every day on time. Watch how much of the competition over time just falls off. And pretty soon we'll be the last people standing, right? Because of hard work, dedication, passion—because we like working with one another—all uh, those things they, they they contribute. But it starts right here with the words we tell ourselves. It starts with just uh, understanding that everything that happens to us is going to refine us, not define us. Change, having having closure, having forgiveness, coming to terms with what our reality is. Why? So we can create new realities as we go.
1: Mm, I love it. I love it. We have Mike C. Roxaraco here live with you. You got uh, you got John there. Mike, go ahead.
2: John, listen, man, uh, you just let me relive the best moment, like, in my life, which is when the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Um, uh, <laughs> I cried like a baby. People that aren't Eagles just don't understand. Yeah. And uh, I love you, brother. I appreciate you. And uh, that story resonates with me because of the story I have with my father, too. And I've come up with this concept of rocket fuel. And, uh, and you, dude, you just resonated with me, man. And I just, I want to thank you. And I, I look forward to meeting you me soon,
1: man. Awesome, man. Well, I know you had a question there, Mike, because you are the champion for what fuels your rocket as a best-selling author and you're a newly aspiring podcaster. Why don't you go ahead and ask John what that question means for you?
2: Yeah, John, Rocket Fuel is about turning setbacks into Rocket Fuel. And, you know, I'd just like to know, man, what what does Rocket Fuel mean to you? I mean, it's just that. It's exactly what you just said. It means that I don't care what happens in life. I don't care what life throws at me. Uh, If you're fueled up. You ain't stopping. That car, that jet, that rocket, whatever you got is gonna keep moving. And if you keep moving, pretty soon you're gonna process, you're gonna come to terms, you're gonna have everything I've already talked about, right? But moving is the important thing. Constantly striving to be better, to be a better person, have a better career, provide better for your family. It's just that. Now, here's the real question, in my opinion, is what is that fuel for everyone? And it's probably different for everyone. But the key is that we don't lose it. The key is that we harness it. And the key is that at different points of our life, understanding and realize that if we're running low on it, then maybe, maybe there's, there's another calling force that's going to fuel us back up. And, and to me, that's what that is, man. Keep standing up, keep rocking it, keep doing your thing, show up every single day on time, ready to work. And just know that if you want fuel on that rocket, guess what? If you tell yourself it's there, it's there. The minute you tell yourself you're on empty, it's on empty. So what does that mean? Don't listen to yourself, talk to yourself and wake up every day and say, I'm, I'm, I'm filled up. I'm rocked out and I'm ready to go, man. I'm going to take that I'm a, hey, hey, Richie, I see the way you travel, man. You got that rocket fuel going. I see you. Mm-hmm. You got good
1: for you, John. That's why I got work to do with you. But uh, hey, C-Rock, thanks for the question. Happy that you joined us. Um, and John, listen, man, I'm, I'm going to get to that announcement because uh, I got a seat on the jet with your name on it. But I'm going to get to that in a minute. Um Oh yeah. Giddy up. But, but here's the thing I want everyone to write down, because if you're writing down notes, John Dornbus, he, he's been bringing it real. He's been vulnerable. He's been raw. He's been insightful. Um, gosh, you think this, this is a, this is a world-class motivational speaker. Cause he is, you, you think this guy's a thought leader, a thought provoker, an opinion former because he is. And, and then you kind of forget that he was even a professional athlete and even a world-class most highly sought after magician because he is, but, but John, gosh, man, to, to realize that if you don't own it, it owns you. To look in your life, to look for all the things that are robbing you of your energy, your attention, your focus, your love, your all in itness, and go just hunt it down and take it back. I, I'm left with the spirit of that uh, with what you said, John. So um, talk about rocket
2: fuel. Talk about being
1: vulnerable. Uh, do
2: you have time for a couple more questions, Johnny? Dude, I, I, look, I'm quarantined, man. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> you know uh, I, I'm chilling. I'm chilling, man. Great.
1: That's why I'm looking so studly. All right, I'm going to head on up to Dr. Alla. She's on the road, uh, one of our big friends here. I know she's in Twin Cities, all. What's up, Dr. Alla?
3: Hey, how are you, John? And uh, Richie, I love both of you because you're just met of wisdom, and I just love that. I just wanted to ask you, John, um, what's the one thing that you do as a ritual every day to remain so elevated in your mindset, in your passion, in your vision? Do you have something that is a routine that you practice that perhaps the rest of us need to learn?
2: Thanks, Ala. One, one, that's a great question. Uh, Two, um, I think routine, I think meditation, I think all these things are great and I think they're different for everybody. Um, I would not say that I have a routine that is like, I write it down and I I do this every morning. Um, I will say as my life shifts, so does that mental routine. Um, At this point in my life, Um, excuse me, no matter how down I feel, uh, look, because here's the reality too, right? I I think this is kind of a a misconception. Just because I'm sitting here in front of you all and I'm talking and everything's gravy, that don't mean that I feel that every day. Like I think a lot of people don't take enough time to say, look, I'm human too. And as much as I say these things and as much as my life is perceived great, which it is, I'm very thankful. I have those down moments too. The difference here, the difference here, are we going to be people of vision or are we going to be people of circumstance? How long do we sit down here? That right there is the decision. That right there is the moment. That right there is the moment that every one of us can relate to, no matter where you are in this world, no matter what your religion, your race, your age, your wealth, it doesn't matter. Every one of us can relate to the moment that we're doing this and then boom, now we're here. So that what, what separates us is the decision we make in that moment, right? How quick can we come out of that to get ourselves back to where we want to be? Because here's also a big learning curve. This is when sometimes we fail at something and we got to come here, okay? And then we check in with ourselves. So would you stay down here and make excuses or do we come back up, learn from it and keep on keeping on? So uh, when I have a ritual uh, for me during this, this last 10 months, I'll be honest with you. Dude, when I wake up and I, I hear this, I don't know if you're going to hear this, but when I hear this coming down the hallway and then all of a sudden my little girl, she, she now flicks on a light switch. And every time she does, she goes, yay. And then she turns it off and she goes, Oh, she turns it on. you <laughs> right. Those little things right there. I, I, I think uh, if, if, if I were to wrap that up into a, into like a package i've never lost joy of the really simple things in life i don't care how nice my house is my car all that well i I do we all want a great life for ourselves but i've never lost touch with just the simplicity and the love of joy from the wind blowing the rain hitting do when i got when i had my heart surgery i got a video it's intense um uh she my nurse for the first time after a couple weeks she took me outside and it was drizzling and the rain hit my face and I literally just started like bawling, right? Cause it was like, I'd felt water for the first time. Um, never lose that, right? I lost my mom when I was a kid. Uh, I see her in the wind, I see her in the rain, I see her in the ocean. Um, never lose the sense of groundedness. Never lose a sense of appreciation. Never lose a sense of knowing what it's like to not be successful, right? Because then you can relate to the world at all times. Um, I think staying grounded is, is the ritual and whatever we gotta do to do that is what propels me to continue to try and do great things with my life.
1: Mm, I love it, man. I know Dr. Aller likes that too. And John, you know, I would, I would love to, uh, well, first of all, that whole, that thing freaked me out when you did the, that just reminded me of the rats I used to live with in my old place down in uh, Manhattan. Gosh, just kind of, it brought me back. But anyway, I I
2: digress. First of all, first of all, that was Spival. Okay. It was Spival from the great American tale. Okay. (laughs) And they were just trying to make their way across America, clearly. Okay. Clearly.
1: But hey, you know, if you're writing down any notes and you want to turn this into a learning opportunity, you know what I'm hearing when uh, John and, and what he's saying in the background, Alan, all those, is is he's a man and a champion for consistency. I mean, but like who you see here is who he always is. Uh, we follow each other, sure. Um, I'm one of his biggest fans. I mean, even remaining consistently committed to the conversation we're having and the announcement I'm going to shock him with shortly. I mean, it's all down to consistency. And I mean, if you're consistent about something, it's because you're committed to something. And um, and I just want to acknowledge you for that, John. So I'm gonna head up over here to
2: you. Whoa, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. what you just said is the most powerful that that might be one of the most powerful things said today. And the interpretation of understanding that that can be a good thing and that can be a bad thing. If you're going to get lost in consistency, get lost in consistency of self-greatness, of sharing, of teaching, of being a part of a team. Don't get lost in the consistency of self-doubt, depression and, and, and bad things because consistency comes on both sides. So let's weigh that scale on the right side.
1: Yeah. If I'm going to be consistently bad, mass would be great at it. You know, you got, you got to just choose greatness, but I love it, John. Hey, Naran call Thungam, Toronto, Ontario. Why don't you come on in here with John? Go ahead, big guy.
2: Hey, John. Thank you, Richie. John, thank you for bringing not just the conversation, but the magic of, of it. You, you say you do magic while well, I'm feeling it here. Uh, what I've noticed is that you've done a lot, but what, strikes me is that who you are is not really a result of what you've done, but how you've engaged with the things that you have lost. Given everything that has gone on in your life, I'm curious, what's next for you? What What are you aching to see happen in your future? And how can we help you? Wow. Um, it's a great question. Um, you know, there, there's so many different ways to answer it. I mean, from a, a professional standpoint, uh, you know, uh, before I was doing this, before this whole quarantine pandemic thing happened, I was filming Varsity Blues. I was John Voight's predecessor. We had a bunch of, you know, entertainment projects going. I was super excited to kind of get into the scripted space that got postponed delayed, had a, had a tour with MGM set up and uh, you know, my theater show, if you ever get a chance, I'm really proud of it. Uh, it's a magic show. That's me telling my life story and how magic changed my life and, and the tricks I learned along the way. Um, but you know what, it, I, I think it's just being involved, right? It's just being around people and, and, What I learned about this too, is we are who we surround ourselves with, right? And and if you can become the last person standing, you can become the oldest person on the team. Well, you know what that is. That means that you've been around people that want to see you succeed. If you're around people that want to see you succeed, you will succeed because they're going to overlook the little tiny mistakes. And instead of getting annoyed by them, they're going to help you fix them, right? So to be a part of this chat, to be a part of this group, to be introduced to all of you um, I think the exciting thing is that all of our careers are going in the right direction because we're all here for the right reason. I love speaking. I love going around. Um, you know, I, I watch, you know, uh, Rich, I watch you and, and Grant and, and the arenas. It's rock star, man. Like every one of us, we all want to be a rock star in our own life. So um, um, that's that's the path that we're all on. And whatever that means to you is is, man, that's the only thing that matters. Well, let me let me riff off that
1: for a little bit because we need to take this to the next level as we uh, wind this down and I can get you back to your family. And that is, you know, for those who want to be a contribution, be a coach, be a speaker, be a mentor, you'll notice something that John's got that very few people are willing to really go unearth like an archaeologist and just literally own the bones beneath the surface. And that is just to go and clean shit up. I mean, get things right, clean them up and take ownership for everything that there is and everything that there is. And because if you listen to John carefully, this is a guy that doesn't sound like he makes up great excuses. It, does, it doesn't sound like he's the kind of guy that looks out the window and says, well, it looks like there's a chance of rain, let's not. Because there's nothing that's stopping him from really going out to just do own and be at the source of everything that comes his way. So that's what makes you a powerful speaker. For everyone that's here who's recognized that here I'm talking about an athlete, you don't just see an athlete. A guy who's a world-class magician, you don't just hear that. You're hearing a very determined, driven, and hell-bent human being that's saying it's going to go this
2: way no matter what. John, would you agree? Yeah. And uh, Wait, what's the next question? John, what's the one thing that drives you nuts? Oh, great question. Uh, Let me tell you this. Excuses drive me crazy you know what the best answer is? Hey, my bad coach won't happen again. And I'm gonna do everything in my power to make sure that don't happen again. I did it, my bad. I apologize to every one of you, but I'm gonna say this, I'm a man that learned. I ain't a man of the past, I'm a man of the future. I'm changing the present to become a man of the future. So guess what? My bad ain't happening again. Or I don't know the answer, but I'll get back to you. I'm about to find out. I hate excuses. They drive me nuts. It don't matter. You know, being in the NFL, you learn that it, it either the job gets done or it doesn't. And, and it doesn't matter, right? Whatever happened in between don't matter. If it didn't get done, why? And let's go get it done, right? Too many people spend too much time in that space of self-pity, make excuses, right? I'm just gonna, and, and all of a sudden, guess what happens? Your consistency is falling in the wrong space. Your consistency, you're spending more energy on trying to make excuses of why things didn't happen than just accepting it, learning from it, and improving it, whew. Ooh,
1: look at that. I feel I feel there's another book coming. I feel like there's another book coming. Hey, listen, I've got members from around the world. I'm definitely gonna be contacting you to get a whole bunch of copies signed up for everybody that made it out to here, uh, live and in person with John. Uh I mean, we've got a Super Bowl around the corner. Uh, and before we wind down the conversation and that big announcement, hey, if you got a phone, a device, pick it up, take a picture tag john let him know that you've loved your time here that you've loved his vulnerability his humanity uh that you appreciate him for his heart you you were grateful that he had uh some sort of pants on all, uh, although it got a little bit sketchy there um <laughs> that you appreciate the trimmed beard but you love his soul you love his spirit you love his energy give him give him some shout outs give him some props out there he'll really appreciate hey john super bowl around the corner what does the Dornboss boss family do for super bowl during quarantine, brother.
2: Okay, you are so, this is not the answer any of you are expecting, okay? (laughs) I promise you that. Uh, Because uh, of of the kind of the health condition and the unknown, if you will, uh, on Sundays is when we go places. And so uh, I know this, that on Super Bowl Sunday, everybody's gonna be watching the Super Bowl. So I'm probably gonna take my daughter to the park and the beach and everywhere that her and I can go with my wife because the entire world is about to shut down in the shutdown. And, uh, I'm going to go see the world and then I'll, I'm sure I'll catch up on the score. Uh, that being said, uh... oh, but, but,
1: but did y'all notice that though? Now I'm interrupting you for a second, which is very, very unlikely, but I want to say this because wherever your heart is, your body follows and y'all just caught it. His heart is in his little princess, his angel down by the water, just hanging out, being a dad, because wherever the heart is, the, the body follows. And And this is a man that leads by heart more than anything
2: ever before. Would you not agree, John? I, I try, but you know what, I've, I've never actually, uh, I, I love what you just said, because I've never had a phrase for it. I never heard it put into terms, but it is so true. And uh, y- your, your your body follows where your heart is. And it's,
1: wow, that's pretty cool. 100%. 100%. Well, listen, as uh, people have taken their pictures, they're beginning to post, I want to say a couple of things. First and foremost, of, of all the words I can use, of all across the lexicon in which I have at my disposal, I've often weaponized words and been able to wield incredible uh, sentences, incredible insights. I can even paraphrase and if not rebrand anybody with language, but there's only one word I have for you, my brother, only one that really just sits on top of my heart. And I've got to say it because I won't sleep tonight if I don't. You are a man that truly embodies grace. You are truly A heavyweight champion of the world of all things to have grace, possess grace, live by grace, and be a living demonstration of it. I mean, it takes so much to do what you've done, to have gone through what you've experienced, to survive and speak about it without bitterness, without angst, without upset judgment or ridicule, without pointing fingers or breaking balls or punching back or forward. You just took it, grew from it not in spite of it. And I want to acknowledge you as a fellow human being who's uh, also a dad, who appreciates a good athlete when I see one, And uh, but game recognizes game. And um, so that's why I'm going to make an announcement. You ready for it? You all ready for it? Now, some of you may or may not know, I am the founding partner of a division for one of the world's most powerful movie studios called Braun. And Braun Studios is responsible for the likes of The Joker, uh, Capone, Fences back in the day, They've won awards just recently for Euphoria and over 200 of their productions. They are the most powerful collaborator film today. They've launched a new division, John, and it's called Braun Legacy. And Braun Legacy is a joint venture between one of my firms and their film studio. And it's been awarded nearly a quarter of a billion dollars in funding to ensure that we go out and find the bravest souls in athletics and sport. Not just legends, not just icons, not those with the hardware, although it's pretty cool. And not those with the pendants and the titles, but those with the balls, those with the bravery, those who got it done in spite of the odds. And I want to do it with you. So I'm going to make sure that I'm going to have you be the lead executive producer on all things athletics as we launch that decision, Ron, just next month. And I mean, for those who are watching the recording, I mean, next month as in February 2021. And John, no pressure, just the whole world watching here. And over 195,000 reviews afterwards. Um, would you take a look at that with me, so we can go out there and find some brave souls in professional sport and have them tell their story just as bravely
2: as you told yours? You're making me cry, man. Um, this right here, that's what it is, right there, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, are you kidding me? Like, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. Let's talk, man. I'm. That sounds like an absolute blast, bro.
1: Amazing, man. Listen, guys, what you just witnessed there was not just the pitch but actually an invitation because you're pitching things and you're selling things. You don't stand for nothing. You're just trying to push things, but that's a man right there. I'd stand for any day of the week who here would just put their hand up and be like right there beside me for him. Y'all with me? Take a look at that, John. Worldwide love for you, man. John, from the bottom of my heart, thanks for letting me break your chops. Uh, for as long as I have, thanks for being such a good man, good soul, but a good friend. And uh, I'm grateful for you. I know everybody here, put some love in the chat room there. Let him know that you loved him, you appreciated him, that he gave him some value today. All around the world, John, last words are for you, brother.
2: Can I do a trick? I would love to see a trick. I did want to put okay. you on the spot. I'm so grateful. Right, here, here's the deal. Um... I, I need a random person. So I, I need to interact and talk with a random person. So just pick somebody out. We didn't plan right. this.
1: I'm, well, no, we didn't because I, I was going to say it, but I thought maybe I would put you on the spot. Maybe it would be something that, uh, let's take a look and see who's in here. That's the, oh. uh, that one. Let's go. Let's go. Let's find someone. Lots of people here are listening. Uh, hold on. Where did, uh, uh, is that you Marlene waving your hand or no? Oh, uh, yes or no. Oh it is. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right, I'm coming up to you, Marley cuz she was actually really patient cuz I missed her on the question. So I'm going to go there. I'm asking to unmute. Now you have to unmute yourself.
2: And then, there, uh, yes. uh can you make me big on everybody's screen or am I so that they can see? That, you should uh, be big. I've got
1: you on. So everyone go to your phone or go to your device and P pe- and pick speak of you. And that way when John is speaking, he'll uh he'll show up on your your screen big. Yeah. Chat away, uh, John.
2: Okay. Um, here's the deal. I, I got a deck of cards right here. Okay. Uh, well, oh sh- so does that mean if that, uh, whoever I'm talking to, if they speak as well, that it's going to flash to them? That's It would. Okay. Um, I don't I don't want them to take their eyes off of this, though. Um, so here's what we'll
1: do, but I'll, I'll have to mute her. You want to mute her?
2: Well, I I, I have a... Uh, actually, you know what? Um, here's what I want you to do. I just want you to think of any card. Okay. Just think of any card you want to. Number seven. Okay, seven of what?
3: Seven, just seven.
2: Okay, just a seven. I, I kind of need a suit because there's hearts, clubs, diamonds, spades.
3: Oh, seven diamonds.
2: Okay, here's the deal. Um, I can't believe you said that. Uh, I got this blue deck of cards here. Uh, and you said seven of diamonds. I, I got this, this okay. I, I got this deck of cards here. And what I did uh, is I actually went through here um, and I actually reversed the aces. Why? Because usually... Uh, when you ask somebody to name any card on the spot, they get nervous and they name the aces. So thank you very much. Uh, but this is what's really cool. Um, sometimes things aren't always as they appear, which is what we've been talking about this entire time, that it doesn't matter what life is giving us. It doesn't matter what we have. If we come to terms with our reality, there's always a hidden message because this isn't happening to me. This happened for me. See, it's not always as it appears. It's what you make of it. And on the back of these aces, they're from a different, a different deck. And I wrote down a couple words. I wrote the seven of diamonds.
3: Oh, oh yes. my God! <laughs> wow. <Total psychic. laughs>
2: so
3: hey, I, cool.
2: uh, I love every one of you guys. I appreciate your time. Uh, Richie, I appreciate you hitting me up. Uh to be all around to be around all of you. You guys made my life better. And uh hopefully we can do it again. John, the
1: only way I can stay in your life is by blowing it up and making it bigger. And so, knowing that you are an incredible soul, I would love to go do war, finding, curating, and realizing players' legacies on film, on a screen, together.
2: Well, we we uh, we've got I've got a few things right here too that that might be a great partnership. So, um, uh, I would love to have a conversation, man.
1: I'm talking to you this weekend, but not before you kiss that little girl of yours. So listen, from my family all around the world to yours, we love you. We got you. We appreciate you. Thank you. We love your story. We love your magic. Keep weaving both because that little girl is counting on it. For everybody else here from around the world, on behalf of Google, all things rich. And of course, the Courageous Conversation Season 3 kickoff with the one and only John Dorambos. I got to thank him, his family, his beautiful bride and his little angel, for giving him up for all the time that he was here with us. For all of you, good time, great time, it's an awesome time. It's not a Super Bowl weekend coming, it's family weekend for John. And we're so glad to hear that. So guys, be well, be great, be you, because anything less is just ordinary. See you next time.
0: Thanks for tuning into Courageous Conversations with Richard Dolan. We're on all the major podcast platforms and we appreciate your support by reviewing us. You can follow our show at The Rich World on many social media channels. We hope that listeners like yourself enjoyed this episode. And remember to subscribe via Apple Podcasts or whatever other streaming services are available. Because we cannot wait to bring you more valuable content that can make a difference in your life.